Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 26. Tonight we talk Pokemon Presents, RPGs and JRPGs, and uh, the Nintendo Direct follow-up conversation. That and more. All right. Well, I am Andros, and I am joined tonight by my fellow Nintendo pal, Micah. Yep. And we are joined tonight by guest host Garrett from the Nintendo Shack, a.k.a. Bland Explosion. Hello! How's it going, guys? Yeah, we're things good. going good. Things going good. Good. We're excited to have you on, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm ready to talk more Nintendo with you guys for sure. Yeah. Uh, so Garrett's joining us from the Nintendo Shack, which is mm-hmm. part of the PSVG family of podcasts. And that is right. I've been listening to you guys for a while, and just I really enjoy the dynamic between everybody on there. But you're kind of the like the staple RPG fan. Am yeah, I reading I- that right? Yes, I am the. I, I think I am the black sheep, the the step uh, ugly child of Nintendo Shack, where I just obsess over the games that Donnie and Rebecca just haven't heard of, or they're just disgusted by it, and that's fine. I'm I'm there for for that small slice of Nintendo audience that that loves that kind of games. So you're welcome, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been really cool um, being in Nintendo Shack for. Actually, we just recorded yesterday. It's been our one year anniversary, me and Rebecca, uh, being in the show. And it's been really cool um, being in that show and talking about Nintendo. It is also like um, my regular podcast gig, like the first regular podcast gig I've ever done. I've only done get post uh, podcasting beforehand. So it's cool to just be in there weekly talking about Nintendo, having like constructive arguments, but also cool conversations. So, yeah. yeah. Well, being the resident RPG, JRPG guy, I thought it would be great to have you on, especially this week as we've gotten some pretty sweet games come out that... Yeah. Um, some, Way too some, many. Yeah, yeah some, <laughs> someone with a lot more time will <laughs> be able to finish all of those. But I guess let's just uh, jump right into it then with uh, what you're playing. Oh, okay, so um, first off, uh, I just want to mention Mario uh, Mario 3D World, nice, and Bowser's Fury. I've I've played quite a bit of that. Um, it's been like a little over a week now, I guess. Um, I I'm not a huge Mario fan, like as much as like other Nintendo fans are. Like I am not obsessive over it. I don't play every Mario game. I've decided to take a plunge in this because I heard it's really good. It's very underrated, and it's like. You know, it's a Wii U game. So I was like, you want? Know let me try it out. It's a new game for me. Guys, I really, really enjoy it. Um, I just love how it's it's innovative, but it's also have like a classical feel to it. There's always a flagpole at the end, but the way they do the 2D with some 3D aspects in there and the obstacles is just so much fun. And it's so dense as well. Like each level just feels like its own little 
I don't, I don't know, like creative obstacle and like it's so novel every time. I don't I don't know how you guys feel about Mario 3D World, but I'm just yeah. completely blown away by it. It's like probably top three Mario games. Like it's it's getting up there for me. I am really enjoying it myself as well. Uh, it's it's got like everything Mario, everything I enjoy about Mario, and yeah, especially now with the addition of Bowser's Fury with the package. Because um, mm-hmm. maybe the base game, the one thing I could say it was lacking was like an open exploration, which you get from some like more yeah. of the open sandbox Mario games. Yeah. But, but everything I enjoy about the series up prior to that point with like the four player multiplayer chaos, and it almost encourages the chaos a little bit when you get yeah. like the, with crown. the crown. Yeah. 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 And the ability to pick up players and throw them off edges. Uh, yeah. These are the kinds of games that uh, both ruined and solidified Micah and I's friendship. <laughs> and... yeah. Wait, did you guys play multiplayer together? With uh, with Mario 3D World, we did on I with uh on the Wii U we played New Super on the Mario Wii U? New Super Mario Bros U and and that, oh, that gotcha. like that like co op madness and we we played yeah. this on the Wii U too yeah you, I was like, yeah oh, okay. pretty sure yeah we played man yeah it, it's it's a blast I am really liking that they uh, turned up the speed between the two games I it's been yeah. long enough since the first release on the Wii U. Uh, that mm-hmm. I forgot everything about this game. Like literally, don't remember most of the levels. The there's been like moments where I've been like, oh, I remember that. That's really cool. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But everything mm-hmm. else is like it's like playing a game again. I I don't know. I'm an old man, just forgotten everything <laughs> that yeah. happened. To yeah, me. pretty much. Pretty much yeah, the only the... thing I remember from that game is like the very last bonus level. I just remember a few parts of that because I took like 500 attempts to beat it. So. <laughs> So my, my friend just 100% of this game and he yeah, he had to waste like 300 or 400 lives to get all three stars in that last level. I'm like, yeah, the last one is brutal. I, I, it's I'm not so that long. hardcore. <laughs> I I rolled credits. At least I could get, you know, that in my hands. And then I saw the next world. I was like, oh, you're going to be in outer space. I'm like, you know what? Let me try Bowser's Fury next. Uh, I, I think I've had my fill. I know it gets much, much harder after you you rolled those credits, but um yeah no it's just super fun uh i only played single player um but like multiplayer wise i guess i have a question for you guys like it is the pacing just a little bit weird and different with multiplayer is it is it more intention to have fun rather than get through the obstacle i'm just yeah i'm curious about that so i've played i've played with uh both ends of the spectrum so i've played with just my wife and for mm-hmm. us, it's about like hundred percenting the game. And oh, cool! In that regard, it's a very fun co-op. I've also played with my wife and son. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're playing with a four-year-old, <laughs> you spend a lot of time getting dragged off the edge of the screen because it's not right. split-screen co-op. Everybody's on the same same right. page. He's all about speed running. He's like, I'm going to get to the end of this flag. I'm going to get to the flag first, and it becomes the more chaos. So it's really how you play, who you play with. I- I'd mm-hmm. say, and that's honestly to me a bonus for the game cool where you can play that cooperative way i i think the pacing i i don't know i i don't i haven't really played too much single player actually so i don't oh, okay at, at, at all so i don't really like have a comparison i did play 3d land on the 3ds uh single player and i'd say it's about about the same kind of pacing gotcha cool I was just curious because i've always played single player i just wondering how multiplayer is it, it sounds like it depends on 
what people you play with and like if you're playing with your kids of course you're just gonna yeah just have fun with your kid yeah <laughs> within the level so I, and yeah. let, let let them play mario with you that's kind of cool i do wonder how the online is i haven't tried that out yet and i, I do want to give that a shot just to kind of see um yeah and because i've heard mixed reviews so ho hopefully I, I hopefully it's yeah. okay yeah hopefully it works yeah. I, i'm kind I, of a, a bad example with multiplayer because i kind of like to uh <laughs> kill my teammates as much as possible while oh, getting yeah to the i end. forgot <laughs> to talk about the micah end of the spectrum there's my son oh. who's like the you'll get dragged off the edge she's trying to win and then there's the micah who goes out of his who way kills everyone to kill you he yeah, earned the no, nickname murder man micah in <laughs> our wii u days <laughs> it's the nice. only way to play i i i completely understand and so, until, and so, until everyone's down to like one life and you're like trying to keep a baby yoshi alive oh so it's like pity mercy at that point yeah like you just you just let them have one life. like all right yeah. I punish now that you. you're almost dead yeah let's let's just finish this level well you're barely <laughs> hanging on i'll, I'll let you gotcha. live now you sound like you, you could play some smash bros with me you want to play you know oh, compete yeah. in smash bros i'm but, i'm yeah, down with that yeah that's uh that's yeah. a, that's a rough thing to do as well <laughs> i thought i was really bad at smash bros till i played with regular people oh really <laughs> when i play with micah i was like i always lose <laughs> gotcha but i feel like pretty much everyone i've grown up with is like pretty good at smash brothers and then <laughs> they like play with people that like don't play that often and they're like wow this it's so much easier away from our like core group it's like See? it's like that like uh I think it's Dragon Ball Z where he wears the weights for yeah. a super long time. And, <laughs> and then, and he, then takes he takes off the weights. weights and he's like, yeah, that's, that's what it's he's, like. He's super quick and fast now. Mike has the uh, weights. <laughs> it's been a while since I played Smash Bros. I need to get back into it so I can just train up to be okay, like decent at it again. I used to be so good at melee. And then now I'm just like, I don't know. Every time I see Smash, it's like, oh, cool. Another character, another anime sword fighter. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. All right. And they go or, off and play another game. Or you just get a straight anime sword. I, I mean, you could. <laughs> you could get just sword from Pokemon Sword. <laughs> that, that would be... That would be, <laughs> that would be, be dope. That would be a troll move by Mr. Sakurai. I already thought, yeah. the, I thought the Pyramithra was like, okay, you guys complain about anime sword fighters, but how about a sword that's an anime fighter? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Bowser's Fury. It's pretty good. I, I like it. Um, it is definitely trying to explore what Mario could be in terms of just like, uh, I guess, like the next game or what kind of fashion they want to do with with Mario. It's it's sandboxy, but it's also compartmentalized pretty well. Um, it's pretty seamless the way you go from the cat like cat coins, like certain yeah. island to the next island. Uh, it's kind of cool to see that Bowser. Um, being the big giant uh, guy that he is, he, he and he does certain things um, in that game that allows like secret entrances, entrances, or like you can get certain coins by letting him like you know beat down certain blocks. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. It, it, it seems fine to me. Now I, I'm not blown away as much as Mario 3D World. I think, um, but I think they're they're just trying something out. They're stretching their legs a little bit to see what mario totally agree it's gonna be for sure i i 100 bowser's fury i did that first uh oh wow okay and it's a lot of fun 
I think it's it's not super long. It's kind of like a little appetizer right. of a Mario game. And everybody's kind of reviewing that as like a separate thing. I think when you look at it as a whole package, like this game is phenomenal. Like if you got 3D World. Plus oh, it's Bowser great Street, value. It's like just a just a really good package uh, separately. Like, I think they're both really good. But together, it's like, man, what a what a deal. I don't know. No, I completely agree with you. It's a great value for all all of that Mario game in a bunch. Uh, but yeah, I, I played a little bit of it. I still not finished with that one yet. I think I'm like a fourth of the way through of the cat coins. It doesn't seem like the puzzles are too hard either. It's just, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem too challenging to me, but it's fun to just go through. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. Uh, guys, I played uh, Project Triangle Strategy. You remember that reveal? In the direct, oh yeah, oh yeah, Sean's we had a whole episode game on it. of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I know Sean loves that demo. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy. Um, I of course I I love RPGs, JRPGs, and and tactical RPGs are one of my favorites. So of course I I dove into this. I dove into the demo. Uh, it's like Octopath Traveler style. It's a two D and three D art style type of thing very depth and lore lots of conversations going on there's a lot a lot of things happening in the game um but the base core is a tactical rpg it's pretty good uh i say it's pretty solid uh you're initially set as like a lot of different types of classes you got like the mage you got the thief warrior knight they let you play all the different classes and like in these battles which is like great right off the bat with the demo too i it was yeah. almost a little overwhelming when when you're dropped into this battle i'm like i don't know what any of these characters do like this person's riding an owl they're an archer oh okay yeah uh like the i didn't know the thief was the thief or uh it took a little rogue, bit to whatever. figure out what the classes were for sure um yeah. not I, a lot yeah. of explanation it just dropped you in but it was also simple enough that it's easy to pick up on like I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. It took a long time, but all it's kind of like learning chess, or like it uh, is like oh, you're given all these pieces, and then they're kind of like you just click and see. Oh, this is what this can do. Oh, this is what mm-hmm. this can do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I lost the level my first time because I accidentally let the prince die. I was like, oh, whoops, <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that. Okay, uh... <laughs> my my prince also got pretty low. <laughs> yeah. The first time I, I tried, I was like, oh, I should heal this guy up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't see that one. I didn't know he was the prince at first. I was like, wait, why did I lose the game? But uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I really, and, and also, as, as you guys probably experienced, um, the decisions you have to make in that demo is kind of cool. Um, basically, uh, in the middle of the demo, you have to persuade your allies whether to kind of give up the prince or defend with your life. And it looks like this game as is probably a step up from Octopath Traveler in that sense, where your choices actually do matter, whereas Octopath Traveler it didn't matter really at all because there were eight separate stories. I am. Uh, I, I want to go back and play uh, the other the other option. I so I don't know how yeah. long the demo goes. I, I like just made the decision to defend the prince with our okay. lives. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm like going around and activating the uh, secret weapon of sorts. That's mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Uh, and so have you finished the demo? 
I did. So there's only uh, so there's gonna be a second battle where uh, where you use the secret weapon, and then that's the end of the demo, basically. Yeah, I kind of um, want to go back. I I made a separate save at that point. I don't know if it worked, uh, but I want to go. Oh, back that's and smart. Try... <laughs> I should have done that. <laughs> I want to go back and try the other option. Yeah, it was actually easier. Actually it. it was actually easier. More people were wanting to give up the prince for peaceful, uh, peaceful surrender. <laughs> than wanting oh, to really? defend him at least on mine I, I it was like hmm. it was like two of the uh so your main characters mm -hmm. bride to be there, and there's someone, a lot of names yeah, there's, there's ten <laughs> yeah names. i don't remember any of them they were like no we can't give up the prince mm -hmm. uh and then there was one person undecided and everybody else was like Let's give this guy up, including the prince. He's like, I can't, I can't uh, put my life above the life of right. all what a these hero. It was about half and half, and they they want you to just like, hey, persuade these other people to do this one thing versus another. Um, yeah. So, I think it's kind of cool. I, I wonder how it's gonna like really affect in the main game, um, and this and the second mission. It does add a cool mechanic to it, that secret weapon. It's like, oh, okay, cool. You, this is the way you're supposed to play this level versus like the first level. So it's, I think it does bring up a lot of different gameplay mechanics that they can do. But we'll see what the other choice is. So the other choice is give up Prince whatever, whatever. And that would have a pretty different impact on the story. And that's where I'm like Good. curious. I'm curious if like, okay, so... At that point, does it really diverge, or is it a very similar? Yeah, is it a very beat, similar. Beat back up. Yeah, and I think yeah. I, I'm thinking of games like, let's say, Mass Effect or Dragon Age or something like Telltale Games, where they do have these branching paths and they also have these decisions. I'm like, this can easily probably fit with a tactical RPG. Just a matter of if one choice was made you have some extra soldiers or there's kind of a different gameplay mechanic in the same map. It doesn't probably have to be handcrafted a new level for a different choice necessarily. Um, but I could definitely see them doing differences basically uh, based off of the choices you made, which would be really cool if they could pull it off really well. Yeah. Game's gorgeous. I think it looks like a pop-up mm -hmm. book. I, I, yeah, it's great. It's, it's yeah. Great. One complaint, guys, those load times, they're not good. <laughs> those load times are not great on Switch anymore. Um, did you guys click on the side missions at all? Like the, I, the I like get. side mission cutscenes, you mean? Like there's not yeah. really any mission. <laughs> Literally a 10 second dialogue. I click these things, 30 seconds loading in, 10 seconds of dialogue of this random character I don't know another 30 seconds of loading back into the map i'm like this is gonna drive me nuts if this is in the game <laughs> i did not i did not notice but maybe i'm just like maybe i was just so absorbed in the triangle you know in in the yeah in the, in the, the triangle the, strategy yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> triangle strategy going uh it's very it's it's very like hidden like they don't tell you hey this is a side mission it's like here's a green exclamation mark if you scroll up left to the map like it's very hidden where these things are but there yeah. are side missions and I'm like cool this is a side mission and it's like nope this is just dialogue this is just story it literally tells you when you're having a battle and instead of like everything is a mission is is a battle uh, but yeah i really enjoy it guys
Nice. Good stuff. So so last thing, last game I've I've played just a little bit this week. Persona Five Strikers. Um, are you guys Persona fans at all? I have I, never played a Persona game. I haven't that's either. Okay. I know where. That's why we had you on because I'm like yeah. I'm like I I I I am genuinely interested in this Persona game, but mm-hmm. I have heard and from what I've seen, it looks like you kind of have to have played the first one. Kind of. Yeah. Um. So let me explain a little bit. I played about three hours of this game so far this week. Um. It is a so direct. You're still, the, you're still in the tutorial. I. It. It literally is the <laughs> tutorial right now. I'm still opening different mechanics, and I'm like, ah, yes, Persona. This is this is it. Um. The the story takes place right after the end of the original Persona Five, not Persona Five Royal, but but the end of Persona Five. Um. The gang comes back together and it's a bunch of high schoolers and college students and in the whole storyline of this is that they're traveling around city to city and figuring out what is happening people the basis of persona is that there's this metaverse um that is like an alternative reality where our hearts and souls are residing in it's like a kind of like a second person or whatever um, and then there's these certain um, villains or active spirits that can change your heart, steal your desires, and that changes your personality completely in real life. And so these guys, called the Phantom Thieves, they are kind of um, trying to save everyone from from these guys. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's just picking up right after what we left off from the first game. It, but it's not your your JRPG turn-based whatever game, right? It is the Warrior-style uh, mechanic in there. And so it's it's been all right so far, but it's definitely not like any other regular Warriors game. Have you guys played like Hyrule yeah. Warriors and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Um, it, it is mashup and whatever, but there's a lot of Persona mechanics in there. Like you summon your persona and everything pauses and you can like activate a skill to do a large area effect on certain monsters. Um, and then you have to be really careful when monsters attack you. It's not like you're a kind of a sponge of health. It's like, Oh gosh, you got to dodge to make sure that you're not getting attacked over and over again. And so it's pretty rough actually. Um, and that is, also it's good to hear. Cause I, I, that was one gripe I had with the uh, age of calamity is it just felt, I mean, you play on a higher difficulty, and mm-hmm. it kind of turns your your health goes down uh faster mm-hmm. and enemies hit harder but it just feels like you're invincible like yeah like, could you imagine link from age of calamity in breath of the wild you're just running through and just slapping <laughs> things everywhere you go and you know they're no exploding <laughs> flying yeah it's it, it was it was it was just kind of off-putting to me to have this like both button mashing and you're just a sponge for damage like nothing there's not really any yeah high rewards you felt so powerful like oh my gosh i can defeat hundreds of monsters in like five seconds this one's like no you're you're gonna struggle with 30 monsters for a little like two minutes or something um and so there's hp and then there's sp which is the skill points that's kind of like mp for like rpgs or whatever you have to you have to make sure that is like okay as well um you have to make sure that gauge is pretty good when you go through missions uh like warriors games they're more out in the open they're very public right like you go through and mash all these monsters this is all about sneaking you you actually sneak behind monsters 
you grab their mask off and then that gives you an advantage of like that back or whatever. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so it's, it's it's very different in terms of that the way you approach monsters. You is very much not out in the open. You are sneaking around and and going around this whole level making sure that you pick off the right monsters. This sounds that this does not sound like a warrior's game. This sounds like uh maybe no. Dark Knight uh not Dark Knight, whatever, the Gotham game. It sounds it more kind like of, that. Uh yeah, think of Dark Knight, and then like once you get into combat, though, it is like you you see the warrior style. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm mashing buttons, kind of, and then pulling out my personas. My party members are helping out here. Um, but yeah, it's it's good so far. The warrior's style is pretty muted versus any other warriors game I've played. Um, the story is fine. Uh, the, I I still like the first game very much. It's still it's slow paced. Like I was like, oh, okay, there's more conversation. There's about probably hour and a half, maybe out of the three hours I played, maybe two hours of conversation and dialogue. There's oh. very minimum combat in like the first few hours. I guess they just want to, you know, ex- like exposition, make sure the story is like, like rolling on in. But I'm about, to, I'm, I'm hitting my first dungeon right now. So the, the combat is ramping up here. Um, but yeah. I'm playing on PS4, by the way, because um, I love 60 frames per second. You, you need kind of like that silky, buttery, smooth goodness on on that Warriors game. So I decided to get on PS4. Um, I heard good yeah. things about it on Switch, though. Like uh, the I've heard it's it runs yeah. really well. So that's, that's I played good. the I played the demo on Switch. I didn't have a problem with it. It was actually better performance than than Age of Calamity. That's what I hear. So yeah. That's pretty much it, guys. Nice. Did you pick up uh, Bravely Default 2? I did, know? but it just it just came out last night. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't opened it yet. You what? sleep? You haven't played it yet? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I needed sleep last night. Um, I can talk a little bit about reviews of this game. I don't um, know anything about this game other than like I, I know I know what has been shown in trailers and stuff. It it is one that does not appeal to me. I don't I don't know why. Like it's just the art style. I no, that makes looked, sense. I didn't think it looked awesome. Like, uh, but I also totally know there's a huge fan base for the default series, the Bravely Default, and there's also Bravely Second. What is it just called? The Bravely series? I don't know what they call it. That's I don't it. know what they call it either. Uh, <laughs> probably Bravely series. Now, this game is getting middling reviews. It's it's like you see some okay, you see one bad review, and you see a lot of good to great reviews as well. Um, it is it it's meant to be a traditional JRPG, trying to hit back the homage to that. So it's gonna be pretty rough for a lot of people. It's not it's not gonna have the quality of life as what we see in like uh improvements like in Pokemon now or like in other types of turn like even Persona as well. Persona has has come a long way. This is still very traditional. We're gonna take turns and you're gonna it's gonna be really hard to figure out what the monsters are gonna be weak to and it's it's gonna be pretty hard to like beat these guys it, it can be inconvenient sometimes and that's what people are kind of they're kind of slashing that game a little bit because of that it's interesting because the it's 
yeah, it's definitely pitched as a hey, this is this is an RPG or an old school yeah. RPG game, and those games are grindy. Like that's that's just the way they are, yeah. and uh, it's funny that those are being like that. It's being slammed for that when some yeah. of the greatest games of all time <laughs> do have that or like that. It's it's funny what we review with like modern modern review and go. Oh, this is too hard, right? Some people like. They love the grind. I love the grind to a certain extent. Bravely Default 1 does have that major complaint at like the last 20 hours of that game. It's just unbearable because it's just all grind, which that makes sense. Like you get to a point where it's just it's just not fun anymore. Um, but I'm wondering how it, it seems like the people who like the Bravely Default series are liking this game, too. So I'm sure I'm going to have a good time. We'll see if I beat it. It's going to be. I mean, this game is probably going to be 100 hours, easily 100 hours. So I, it's going to be a while. And you just took on, <laughs> yeah, and you just took on several other <laughs> right. I, I'm, my priority right now is Persona Strikers, and then Bravely Default will be my nice marathon game I will play throughout the year so I can annoy uh, Donnie and Rebecca every week about it. That's uh, and then Nintendo Shark. That's basically yeah. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's it's the uh, default, the default annoying game. <laughs> yeah, the default game. Nice. Throughout the year. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Micah. What have you been playing? Yeah, uh, I've actually been kind of a heathen. I haven't really played like any games this last week. That's I, totally I, fine, man. Hey, uh, yeah, you gotta have a break sometime. I, I did play some Among Us last night. Okay. And that was great. I ended up being on imposter. Switch? Uh, well, I was playing with people on Switch, but I was using my phone. Oh, you were using your phone. Okay, cool. But well, I ended like up being did. imposter first round, and I, I won. But that seemed to... People seemed to place a lot of mistrust in me afterwards. <laughs> and so I, I got accused that. of being the imposter a lot, especially when I saw other people killing people. I mean, like, let's uh, roll back to when I mentioned your nickname of Murder Man Micah or uh, Merciless yeah. Micah. Those are, those are some yeah. Yeah. I yeah. played Among but... Us maybe a couple weeks ago, and there was this... <laughs> There was this one situation where I was the I was the bad guy, right? And um, my girlfriend, uh, she just witnessed me murdering a person, and then so I I went in and reported it, and I totally accused my girlfriend <laughs> to everyone else, and they believed me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what I've done in this game. <laughs> it makes me turn lie. on everyone. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, I could do this!" Wow, that's uh, that's surprising. <laughs> uh, it's a fun yeah, game. But yeah, so, had a blast with that. But that's pretty much all I I've played this last week. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I was. I so I'll quickly go through what I have been playing. I I also played that Among Us with Micah. We had we had a good group from our community. Um, I'll hop into up into play and it was a blast it's been a while since i played among us i mm -hmm. like yeah three weeks at least and yeah it's it's a good one to have on the switch and it's on sale right now on the switch uh i guess nope. maybe i shouldn't promise that the, the sale may be up by the time this goes live but well, it's regularly like a dollar off five dollars like dollars or five it's, it's three dollars it's like now. 350 now Ooh. yeah if you're a cup of coffee yeah if you're on the fence on it like 
Oh, totally get it. It's like if for three bucks, you'll you'll get a good amount of fun out of that. It's the perfect quarantine game. Yeah. No joke. Uh, yeah. You play with anyone Lots of you can. Fun online. interactions with people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like I know several people that get together with groups from school, groups, uh, families, and mm-hmm. that. Because it's free on on mobile, so anybody can get it and play it, and it's really easy to learn. So like, mm-hmm. my my parents are playing this game with us, and they like never do games like like that. So we're all uh, playing all all me and my siblings and parents are playing from all corners of the country, and yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. That's pretty cool. Uh, Among Us, and I also actually tonight we my my wife and i did a date night we went to an arcade oh i haven't been to an arcade in like eons and it was so fun uh they had a lot of games i played mario a mario pinball machine oh cool that was really fun had like voice clips from mario and uh lots of power-ups and stuff that you could do we had a blast with that played classic mario on Arc- was it a big screen, like a big arcade-ish screen? Yeah, like, yeah. I rem- I remember seeing those in a recent arcade. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That was that was a lot of fun. I played uh, Turtles in Time, which is one I mm-hmm. loved from the Super Nintendo, but yeah. the arcade version has like actual voice acting in it. Like, <laughs> like oh, it's, nice. it's 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 like very different. I'm I'm like, man, this is like way better than it was on the SNES. Like the just it looked a little better and it played and, mm-hmm. and the audio was definitely better now it was this machine like made recently or is it is this a classic old like arcade cabinet? i believe it, that they are the classic old arcade cabinets that's it, pretty good it may have been made recently but it looked it these looked dated like like from the era maybe they were restored oh, cool. from the era they're in and then there were some yeah. more uh modern games like it's not really modern. I played Guitar Hero on the arcade. Oh um, yeah, the recent game of Guitar Hero. Yeah. <laughs> but what? But what about DDR? I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah, there we, we go. That's we we did not play DDR. We ran out of time. It's like I had to get back for the podcast, man. But uh, <laughs> that's that's one we're we're gonna go back with my kids, and I think they'll. I think my son will love going to the arcade and, and trying those out. Oh, for sure. It's been too long since I've been to an arcade. I actually, uh, I've been to New York City, and and it was like a bar. And now it's all these barcades now. That's it's what it. That's arcade. what. Yeah, that's what it, it was. It was it was right. a bar arcade, but it was uh like family friendly. Like they had a gotcha. bar section, but it all the arcade portions are not on the bar. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. So I I did I did dig that, and they had like really sweet murals of uh mario characters and street fighter characters and i'll I'll share a picture on the community discord uh that i took from there because we yeah we had a lot of fun with that also this week i played some minecraft uh for the first time in a while my uh sister reached out and was like hey you guys want to play some minecraft so we hopped on played some minecraft and they've added quite a bit to that it's Mm -hmm. it's they had a pretty big update. We didn't make it to the Nether yet. Uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll jump back in and play that. I also played Project Triangle Strategy. I kind of talked a little bit about that during uh, Garrett's uh, spiel. Yeah, it's the a good tri- game. Triangle Strategy, good demo. I I actually am really digging the story in that. My my <laughs> wife was watching me play. She's like, "This looks so boring." 
And I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been able to absorb myself into some sort of story in video games. Yeah. Like Nintendo, we're, we're going to talk about this in the community corner today. Uh, but Nintendo doesn't have a ton that is really story driven. There's a lot more, everything's more focused on gameplay mechanics and, and having fun gameplay. And then story mm-hmm. seems to be like an afterthought. Where Project Triangle Strategy, like, that's one of the core It's all story. It's it's very story-based. You don't even start playing for, like, the first, like, 20, 30 minutes. (laughs) I think you would get absorbed with Persona, then, if that's the case. If you love story, I mean, it it has a ton of story with it. Yeah. I'll I'll have to look into it. Maybe... Maybe I'll just watch a recap of Persona 5, and then... You can totally do that, for sure. You don't have to waste 120 hours like I did. (laughs) Well, is it wasting if you're having fun? Well, True. I had fun a little maybe, bit, I guess, but maybe like thirty percent of the time. The rest was just mm. dialogue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, really enjoyed Persona Five. That's why I'm I'm playing Spectres. And then last two I'll talk about are Mario 3D World. I played some of that. Mm-hmm. Where World Four, I think. Um, cool. My wife and I are playing that one cooperatively, trying to do just collect everything first go uh yeah that's that's a lot of fun a fantastic game i totally agree with the with what garrett was saying earlier like i i I don't i don't necessarily place it above odyssey but it's like its own kind of genre almost Mm -hmm. where odyssey is very sand sandbox like explore open exploration and then you got like new super mario bros u which is like the 2d Mario. very classic and then yeah. this is like in the middle of that in its own like 2d 3d yeah. adventure game and i hope that it spawns more games like this for sure yeah it's it's really the best of both worlds i think they it it does have always that classic core feel i i still feel like that's it but there's just a little bit of depth with they the do 3D so much mechanics. fun stuff with the level design in this game too like yeah. we, we jump in this pipe and go to a level and it's like racetrack ridge i don't remember what exactly what it's called and the mario kart music starts playing and the entire level you are running as fast as possible um because you're going on mm-hmm. those speed boost things and you can't stop and it's like it and it's playing this mario kart music and you're going on like race tracks and doing all this mm-hmm. stuff no other mario game like has such a wide variety in the level design i i'd say um mm-hmm even even Odyssey, like Odyssey does some weird stuff, but it do- doesn't venture into as weird as it gets in in 3D World with the and mm. and just so different. It, it, yeah. It's wild how how different it gets. But yeah, and then last <laughs> and certainly not least for me, anyways, because I put a ton of time into this game. Unfortunately, is Panel de Pan. What is this game? Panel, Panel de Pan is. Um, also known as Tetris Attack for the SNES. Oh, uh, Panel de Pond. Yeah. I play Pokemon Puzzle League, so same yes. I, same mechanic, right? Same yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I love that thing. So, oh, my gosh. Panel de Pond on the SNES online app has sucked me in. I don't know why. I, I wow. don't. I really don't know why, because this is not my <laughs> Because it's a good game, out. of course. But like, it, it, I, it's a game. We Micah and I both got into this mode where i was like hey mike you should try out this uh single single player like 
clear you, you have to clear your board that's the that's yeah. the goal and i was like it gets really hard at like world four so i just gave him like the level code to get to world four and we both played it and we're like holy cow this got it got so hard it got super <laughs> difficult but let me tell you that that does not even get close to how difficult it gets when you do single player versus mode and in versus mode it's like a story campaign i have no idea what's is going it, on is it with another thing to like a computer to the left that's challenging you yep right okay and if you hit l b oh man i, I don't remember the exact code but there's a, there's a code you can enter to get to extra hard mode and i was like obviously that's where i'm going to start because i just beat this other one on hard i'm i can i can do verses on extra hard oh no mode. I have died so many times that I have looped the continue counter. It got to 99, and I was like, what happens after this? Is the game over? And it looped back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have wow. used over 99 continues at this point. I can't uh, be I'm on level 7, and there are still two more visible levels left. And if I know Panel de Pond from the previous, there's also going to be like a hidden boss at the end. Guys, it's rough. It's rough, but that, I'm. I, I feel I feel challenged by it. Like I have to beat it for pride, you know. I, I like I can't I can't let it sit. You can't back you down gotta, now. You got to beat that game. Um, I adored Pokemon Puzzle League, the N sixty four game. Have you guys played that one I, at all? I have. I yeah. have not played that one. Ah, that yeah. No, that brings back memories. But Panel to Pond is like almost the exact same mechanic, only now. You got a bunch of combos. You add, don't you add like bricks or whatever to the other player? Yep. As, yeah, if yeah. You that's do how it. you do it in verses. Yeah. I Man. see. That's the versus mode. It's it's okay. so fun. I uh, I this series needs to come back. I think it it should come back in in some way. I I'm surprised that they haven't like even dabbled with it with the Switch version because I. I think it would be perfect with it. Yeah. Um, a Pokemon yeah. Puzzle League app. I would prefer that over Pokemon Cafe. Uh, just throwing that out there. Well, we do have Pokemon Shuffle, which is is kind of like that, but not really. Um, but give me, just give me Pokemon Puzzle League back on on the Switch. I'm, I'm down with that. That's a good one. Hey, yeah, that's what I've been playing. So cool. I guess we'll just move right along because we've got a lot of, there's actually quite a bit of news to cover, uh, especially mm -hmm. since we just had a Pokemon Presents. So I will switch over to the next segment of our show, which is the Nintendo News. And in today's Nintendo News, we're going to um, be mainly talking about Pokemon Presents. But before that, I want to hit up on some of these cool points. Mm -hmm. A Stardew Valley board game. Out yeah. now. Out now. Just dropped. Shadow dropped a board game. And, and sold out. Is it already? Dang it. Dang it. Printed I was gonna... out. Yeah. And the creator said that they're doing a second print right now. They're like, wow, we're surprised that it's been sold out. We're making more now. Oh, I, I need to get that. I, I was like, I was like, man, I, I, I wasn't sure how popular it was going to be. Uh, mm -hmm. I know Stardew Valley is like a super popular game, but I was like, mm -hmm. Do those people really want to play a board game? Apparently they do. Apparently they do. So I was I was on the fence on it. Um, my wife is a huge Stardew Valley fan. Like, oh, that's perfect. You so, guys could just play together with this, um, so, with the board game. It looks cool. Like there's a lot and a lot of depth to it. It even says like in the description, like um, this is not for people 
not for like young kids. It's not for like if you just want to get in and have fun. It's you're you're gonna get into it. It's there's a lot of depth. There's and a lot of different varieties of what to do in this game. So, Forty five minutes per player. I mean that that gives you an idea. It's gonna be a, a long game. Yeah, in two players, that's like. 40 45 minutes that that's a long board game session i mean right there for just two players yeah an hour and a half for two players and and you know mm. that that's if you know what you're doing right and like first time yeah you play, it's gonna be like double first that. time four hours oh man but i i like games like that well i i think i think we'll we'll be getting this and we'll we'll be man. i wonder what you do there's a lot of like oh today i'll just go to the dungeon or today i'll just farm or today like I wonder how this game is, this board game. I really want this board game to happen for like more stuff. I it, this is so cool because mm -hmm. it's it's not a hey, we really Stardew Valley Monopoly. This is like an actual strategy board game uh that is like trying yeah. to be true to the mechanics of the game. I Nintendo, I I've I've begged for this for, for like every, every <laughs> podcast I'm on where because I've I've been a guest on some podcasts where we've talked about board games and I'm just like I really want a good Nintendo board game like any IP yeah. I think I'll take. Uh, Mike and I talked at one point about the Pikmin card game Pikmin. and we were like that would be yeah. so good a deck builder. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh a deck building. Oh yeah, with Pikmin that that sounds pretty good actually. Actually, just make that into a video game too while, while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love deck building games. Um, yeah, Nintendo doesn't really do much like any any really board games itself, but PlayStation and Sony, they've done all quite a bit actually for every major franchise, right? Like, I know there's an XCOM board game. There's oh, a yeah. uh, Portal board game. Yeah, there's a Bloodborne game. There's a Dark oh, Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. yeah. I've, oh yeah, the Dark Souls. I forgot about that one. That one was really good mm -hmm. too. Uh. I think there's a Last of Us too that they're making. Like it, it's like a lot of different franchises that have their own games. So, and and I'm seeing this more and more recently. Not like it, this wouldn't happen ten years ago. It's happening now, and I wonder why that is. It's just because there's a lot of smaller indie board game developers involved. I know the board game community. Um, at least just talking to the folks at PSVG um the the way it works is a lot of kickstarting uh indiegogo it's like you're pro yeah like they'll get the money up front and then they'll make the game that's like kind of like a lot of their revenue actually for these smaller board game makers but yeah start stardew valley man that that actually piques my interest too but i wonder if anyone else would play stardew valley the board game with me right now probably not <laughs> I think it's a I, I think it's a cool idea and yeah I I, will, I just want to see a Nintendo IP do the same thing I would love that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had some like a bunch of surprise drops of mm -hmm. ports to the Switch. Uh, first up, let's talk Star Wars Commando, which I thought was pretty pretty cool, exciting. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of love for that game. I did not play it. It's an old Xbox game, if I recall correctly. Right. And an addition, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, which both of these came like pretty quick after the direct, which surprised me. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, okay. So, or both of them? Well, Tony Hawk is Activision. Um, what was the first game again? I'm sorry, Star Wars Commando. Oh, okay, that's Aspire. Um, I yeah, I wonder why they didn't put that one into the direct. To be honest with you, 
Because that one looks pretty cool. Well, they had to save space oh. for DC superhero team. Of course. Squad, the- <laughs> <laughs> All the filler content in direct. Uh, but yeah, th- I think Tony Hawk wanted to coincide w- with BlizzCon, right? Because they have Diablo 2 Resurrected coming out uh, that got announced as well for Switch. So I guess they just wanted to like uh, pile them all together right after Direct. That, that does make sense. It worked with BlizzCon. They didn't want to have to compete as much maybe with the other things in the Direct. It's true. I mean, this was have an exciting announcement. Separate. I know there's a lot of people. I I, I played uh, skateboard games like back in the day on like the N64. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember which ones, but I remember thinking they were awesome and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of fun to try and get like the tricks and combos. And it's cool to see that get a new life and coming to Switch just makes so much sense for this mm-hmm. game. This is a Switch game, in my opinion. Yeah, I saw the trailer for the Switch version, and it it does it it looks okay. It looks as about as good as what you'll see on the Switch. Um, I, man, I I think I heard like some form of like response or whatever last year of like, oh, this game will never make it to Switch, and it was, the, and this is why. But now we're we're getting it on Switch. And I'm like, guys, I anything's think- possible. <laughs> Anything. Anything is possible. I mean, we got um. What what did we get? Doom. We got Oh yeah, that one we surprised got me. Doom Eternal working on a switch. That's just magic right there. Um but yeah, I I loved uh the first Tony Hawk. I, I played that a lot actually when I was just like always going out of town that uh to my grandmother's. She always had Tony Hawk in her computer, and I'm not sure why, but I played like hours on end in that game your grandma was, was pretty... secretly a tony hawk fan <laughs> yeah all right i guess so it was a she was a skater too i guess in her secret secret life <laughs> yeah i think i had tony hawk pro skater 2 back mm-hmm. in the day and i think i like 100 percented that on like every level got all the challenges you were supposed to dang so i got like Man, I didn't a bunch of play time out of that with my didn't know you did skateboard games well i think no, I got I got one more after that, I guess, but I generally don't. But yeah. I played that one a ton. I had that one on the Wii, uh, where you use like a Wii balance board to play. Like, oh, a... I remember that thing. <laughs> the yeah, Wii yeah, balance I think I'd hurt board. Myself. Yeah, it was it was bad. <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> wasn't it, it wasn't like kind game. of on rails? Kind of. You you lean back and forth, so you could still so you could still like uh, go to different. Spots. Was the balance board like was it teeter tottering or is it stable like stable on the floor? Oh gosh, I am oh man, I'm picking I my hope brain it was here. Stable. I, I feel I like it died. looked like. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find a find yeah. skateboard. Let's, let's let's look this up. I'm I'm wondering. It was an actual skateboard for. peripheral. That's actually oh. pretty dope. <laughs> I can't remember. This might not be I what mean, I had. I feel like I played on a Wii balance board. Oh, but, it maybe was compatible Tony Hawk, with the balance board. Yeah, Tony Hawk Ride is what this game is called. It may be, mm-hmm. I might be totally misremembering. Uh, my, my brother will come in and correct me. It was his game. So he'll come in the comments and correct us here. But uh, yeah, skateboard games come to Switch. Needs, it, it's, it just fits. Uh, let's talk now about some completely related Xenoblade 2. <laughs> uh, yeah! Sakurai Presents will be on March 4th, and he'll be 
uh, Taka and Pyra and Mithra. And, you know, everybody comes for the character, but they also come for those me costumes. See what see what we're getting in the <laughs> weird world of me's. Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, I always I love Sakurai presenting these characters. I... I am really interested to hear what he's going to say because he he likes he really has fun with it. You can tell. Yeah, uh, he did that one where he was like counting in binary on his fingers and he's talking about like, oh, look at all these uh, all these Fire Emblem games. And he like he like makes jokes. I I do wonder if he's going to like talk about how they had to censor <laughs> the characters. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll have something along the lines of that. I didn't I know love... that they censored them until yeah. until after. I didn't play Xenoblade 2 because, mm -hmm. uh, honestly, because it looked too fan servicey. I was like, eh, it doesn't look like it's not my kind of game. You but... go for the story, okay? I hear <laughs> yeah. Pyra and Mithra, like, you know, only tools, you know, go there to just to make fun of what, what's there, okay? We're the actual fans that look into the story. I'm sure there's a lot of hard. Okay, I, I really need to play Xenoblade too. Yeah, I I need to play Xenoblade Chronicles too, though, because I heard it's it's a really good follow up to the first one, and I just beat that one last year. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's uh sold out in Japan. I don't know. Did you guys see that story? It's sold out. Yeah. After this what's, announcement, what's sold out? Xenoblade Two. Oh, the the game. Wow. The game completely sold out in japan after this announcement and i mean smash bros sells games like that's that's just mm -hmm. the magic of smash bros it revitalized several series brought i didn't even know who captain falcon was ness who's that like i don't know who any of these people were until right. smash bros and yeah and captain falcon and ness was uh, the originals they they were there first yeah I remember seeing them, and I did not know where they were from at all. Like I was like, "Who is this Ness guy?" Who's these like, weirdos. Yeah, um, but and now I'm, the, I'm actually like, excited with Pyramithra. The cult following for like Mother and um, the this is not a cult following, but Fire Emblem like exploded, and that is yeah, a hundred percent Smash Bros. <laughs> started that. I think yeah, for sure the Western side is because of Smash Bros. But also Fire Emblem Awakening, I think it was the most like the more accessible game for 3DS. I guess yeah, probably yeah. not as much. But now that we have t a ton of Fire Emblem characters in Smash, yeah, they're trying they they bulk up that that franchise pretty well. Yeah, I interrupted you. You say you're excited. You're excited for uh. Yeah, the moves. I, I want to see more move sets for sure because it's like you don't see this type of character at all in Smash. The, the only other one is Zelda and Sheik that that changes intermittently in battle. Um, I can't think of any. But they don't do character. that anymore. But, they, yeah, they, they don't do that anymore. But yeah, in the previous. Oh, they don't do the, that anymore. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. never mind. They for the Wii them. U, they had uh, Samus and Zero Sam Suit Samus. But so that like one the... wasn't voluntary, though. You had to no, yeah. use the ultimate the Final smash. smash. Yeah. So th really, this is probably the only character that's that's doing this kind of switching back and Swapping forth. It. And it looks like it's very quick, too. They were showing the trailer. They go from Pyra. You do like a tag, like a range attack, and then you can suddenly change your appearance and go for it. So it's not going to be a down B transformation. I wonder what the transformation button's gonna be 
um, and how that's going to play into the Smash Bros combo system. So I'm looking forward to this this explanation. I'm looking forward to Sakurai's jokes and his wall of five or seven TVs and all the Nintendo consoles <laughs> in his cabinet. Um, but yeah, it's good time. Uh, it, it's going to be fun. I, I love his presentations. I feel like he should do more of the presentations for Nintendo. He should, so, he should do the directs. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's such an entertaining guy. And kudos to the translation team as well, where they really like bring his mm. voice, uh, his English, his English voice to life. Yeah. So for sure. It, but it's his face, his like his expressions <laughs> and his like, yeah, I, I, yeah. He he's no he's making a joke and then he's but he's not like laughing at all. He's just smiling yeah. at the screen. <laughs> like it's it's just really funny how he delivers. Yeah, the jokes there. So let's get to the real meat of the news here. And we had as we we record these Friday night, as uh, our listeners know, and these release Monday um, noon Eastern, and. Today, this morning, we had Pokemon Presents, and what a presentation that was with, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess. Craziness. I, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Unbelievable. How about that? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll start with, with my one, um, two. I've got two negative. Sorry, sorry. What? Why are you starting with negatives? I'm starting with negatives doing? because. First off, I missed parts of the presentation because of buffering mm. issues. This thing was I had a buffering issue as well. Everybody I did. I just at watched a, it later. At a certain point, if you were watching live, it mm. crashed. Like no one could no one was able to watch that portion of the video unless you went back. Um, yeah. That's what I was doing constantly. I we were watching um with our community here. Uh we I, I had uh Aiden and John uh who are on our discord and john's like you're like 15 seconds behind me so i was like well i'll just refresh like in between like game announcements like you know when they're when they're introducing next time i hit refresh and i went backwards how does that happen (laughs) i was like he's like oh you're farther behind now i'm like dang it how does this happen anyway so that's that's my one gripe it has nothing to do with the content just Oh, okay. The, Sounds the, good. We broke YouTube with uh, <laughs> how many people were watching. There it were like was, it was like five hundred thousand people. Yes, five hundred thousand live views on YouTube is a, that's a ton. I can't imagine that's that crazy. that's. I can't imagine that's the most they've had. But so I was a little disappointed that it was laggy. But it's it's a, it is what it is. You can go back and mm-hmm. watch it if you want to see it not laggy. <laughs> And then the other thing was, I, I thought the intro was really cool, but it was a little too long. It was like uh, eight, what, eight minutes? I skipped I a little even... bit. <laughs> Good, skip a lot of it. That's And so it, those, are my, those are my complaints. It's like, man, this 20-minute presentation, half of it was a history lesson on Pokemon. And I'm like, oh, which some of that stuff I had never seen before. Like they had that yeah, media. What the heck is this? Over half the things in there. I'm a Pokemon fan, man. And then I see over half the things in there. I was like, when did we get this? Like <laughs> at all? Like there's this N64, like the card reader. There was like a freaking card reader. And I'm like, where did this come from? There was a microphone yeah. for the N64. I, I, yeah, I just for Hey know. You Pikachu. Oh, I, I didn't know that. 
What about that USB <laughs> stick? I like, what was it, what was that USB stick for? Was it, oh, it was, like, it was Global Play. Global it was online for... trading. Yeah, but then in the West, we didn't have that because we had Wi-Fi for our. GDS. Well, that, but that was like. Was I it? think it was like the game before. It was like Pearl or Diamond doing this, or it was it yeah. was before we actually had Global Play. You had to put in a, like a little USB dongle or something, I guess, in Japan. It, uh, hey, good history lesson. But yeah, too too it was long. Too long. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it, it was interesting. I thought it was really well done. I just didn't want it as part of this presentation because it just was like right. I, I don't know. I, yeah. But these announcements. So mm-hmm. first thing they showed is the uh, more of uh, another look at Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, yeah. And showed that you have some assistance and really didn't show too much new stuff, except there was a like built-in photo sharing application with like a like oh. system and with online. So it would be like, if you get enough likes, you'll be featured. And I'm like, they're making like an internal social media app for this game. Like that's, that's pretty wild. Dope. That's wild. That, that's kind of a big deal. I think a lot of people overlooked it because it just didn't show much, but uh, like a simple photo sharing thing mm-hmm. inside the game. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't see that. I, I guess I just wasn't really paying attention. I'm not a huge. It was Pokemon. literally like five seconds. <laughs> Oh, it's five seconds. Yeah. Of it? Oh, okay. You blink, I'm you wondering how it. that's going to turn out. I really liked how there's like different ratings for different Pokemon like poses and then the berries and the orbs. It doesn't seem like that's not too new from the original game. Um, I know a lot of people are excited for this, though. Like they, the, the fans of Pokemon Snap, they are they are an excited bunch for this game. They wanted oh, this yeah. game for. 20 years or something like that and they're us. finally getting it that and is, I'm, like, I'm happy for them that is us right right here I love oh yeah Pokemon snap <laughs> you guys are ready to go to me i i so my memory of pokemon snap my friend brought it over he and then he put it in and it was like a sleepover or whatever he played the he literally played the entire game right in front of me the whole night <laughs> i did not touch the controller at all yeah and that's my experience with pokemon i can see how that ruin it a little <laughs> yeah so um but it looks cool i would I mean, not did, I, did he find all the secrets and catch me i don't know if he i think he did catch me oh, he dang. he did he did pretty much everything right in front of me yeah, like, i mean that's you can beat like that game the best part is like trying to figure game. out the secret levels and yeah, that's what I hear. And I was like, why aren't we playing Mario Kart or something? Or Star Fox? <laughs> like, yeah, not really a multiplayer game. I, not a sleepover game. I do hope that... I mean, your your experience illustrates how short the game is. I do hope this one has more depth. Yeah. Length, at least. Like, more levels. Because it's just... I, I sat down and cleared through Pokemon Snap. I was so excited when they announced it. I was like, I'm going to bust out the old Pokemon Snap. We'll play it. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like, I, I was like, oh, I've done all the levels already. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's super fast. Yeah, paying for $60 for two hours nowadays, that, that's a hard sell sometimes. Yeah. That's, so I'm, I feel like it, it looks great, though. I feel like a single player game has to be like at least eight hours at the short end. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 
of course, it's all subjective. People have their own yeah. opinions on how you want to pay for them. Eight hours is, I think it's a good mark as well. Um, for a full I've, price game, at least. For, for a full price game, yeah. yeah. If I see $60 and it's five hours, I'm like, those are, they should be a really good five hours. Yeah. Like, those, they, they, they can I be. be crying well, from joy for this right? for full five hours. <laughs> I mean, Mario 3D World, like, I mean, that's a short game. I I didn't realize how short it was when I went through it. I'm like, oh, this is pretty short, but I'm so happy I paid $60 for this because it's super fun. Yeah. So th- there is definitely those rare games. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's also one that you can spend quite a bit more on if you go for the 100%. For sure. Yeah. You, you, you can... And, and like do it with every character and get every stamp. Yeah. They, they, there's a lot... Of content to be there for sure next we'll announced the pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl diamond and pearl gen 4 remakes mm-hmm. now yeah, does I, anyone even care about that though how dare you <laughs> wait what <laughs> uh, does I, someone I'm, not like diamond and pearl over here I'm a big fan. It's not, I'm just, right, Mike I'm is not, giving... I played it, so I, I don't really feel the need for the remake. I mean, I played it too, but I'm going to play this thing too. But, as well. um, Mike is giving me grief because I think this might be one of my favorite Pokemon games. I It's just oh. timing of when it came out and how old I am, I guess. I was like mm-hmm. I was like 13 when this game came out. Yeah, so, it was around there. I was 13 as well, or 12. So about like the but age it where, can't like, be as good as Crystal. Which is the best Pokemon game? I was a little. You're one young. of those people. Scientific, scientifically proven to be the best Pokemon game. I was like oh. a little young to to like get super into Crystal. The first one I got like super into was uh, Gen Three with uh, Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire. Oh, I love Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. But um, I just never played those ones. <laughs> Gen, 4. you never played those ones. But Gen Four no. is the one right I, after. I keep so. hearing good things. And they did do Heart Gold Soul Silver that same time. That's at, true. At, right, right after Diamond and Pearl. So that's yeah. a that's a great a great era in Pokemon. And sure. I, yeah. So what do you guys think? I'll, I'll give my thoughts. Of, of, but what what did you think, Garrett? Uh, I think it looks like exactly what I wanted it to be. It is the it is Diamond and Pearl remade. It's the it's the same levels. It's the same Pokemon that you're gonna go through. I was like, great, I'm I'm glad I'm gonna go through this. Up res textures, cool art style. I think a lot of people are bashing on, oh, it's a chibi art cutesy art style. Why is it like this? And I'm like, guys, have you ever seen Pokemon? Like, have you seen Diamond and Pearl the way they were? They were kind of cheapy. The, the, yeah. the head was like half their size. Like, of course yeah. they're like, of course they're gonna do this. When I was looking, I was like, that is a diamond and pearl remake, because that's the what the art that's the art style. Um, but I'm yeah, I, I like you, Andrew, I uh loved playing Pearl and I love playing Platinum version. I think it's one of the more unique stories in a Pokemon game. Um, that in black and white, those were great Pokemon stories themselves. Yeah, um, I totally agree. 100%. Very cool Pokemon in there. Um, I still like Gen Three the most. That's like like I grew up with with Gen Three Pokemon personally. But um, this, Gen Four, it's like my 
Yeah. Lost twin, man. I didn't realize. I, I don't remember. Those are like my is favorite. Is that where Shuckle was introduced? Because Shuckle is Gen is 2. the best. Uh, well, Gen 2 is obviously the best. Yeah, we man. know your mm. thoughts on Crystal. <laughs> I, I I started with Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow as well. So I, I've, I've played all the Pokemon games for sure. But yeah, Gen 3 and Gen 4 is kind of peak Pokemon for me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting this day one. Super excited. Micah, what'd you think? We're gonna get I mean, the total it's opposite. been a long time since I'd played, so... Are you going to play it, it right, I guess. No, I, I, I don't think I'll be picking this up. Are you a Pokemon fan now? Or are, um, are you just not I've, into it anymore? I Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't played a new Pokemon game in a while. The last one I played was Pokemon Black. Oh, so that's a so, while. Yeah, so the three I've... Three. I, I think I've I, I have crystal, platinum, and black. I think are oh, the three so, that I've owned. So supposedly like some of the best. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you picked the good ones for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the newer ones just like haven't really caught my attention. No, that makes except, sense. Except maybe this next announcement coming up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that we'll one has that. caught my attention. <laughs> I so I will be honest, I was slightly disappointed with the with the direction that they went with it. I, I was kind of okay. hoping for because what they've done for all the past remakes has matched the current the current style. So if you look at like that Heart makes Gold, sense, Heart Gold Soul Silver matched Diamond and Pearl style. Um, yeah, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire looked like X and Y. Yeah, and then I was I was yeah. in my mind just going, okay, well, so the next logical thing is that this will look just like um, Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. Yeah. But they went very different with it. I think they took more of like a Link's Awakening approach. It yeah. looks like a not quite as good as Link's Awakening. I'd say Link's Awakening looks really, really good. Like, it's very adorable. It's yeah. a, it, it 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 binges on adorable. I'm sure this is an adorable art style as well. But it 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 is just very toy like, whereas this yes. one's more chibi. Yeah, that's probably style. a good way to good way to distinguish the two. I that's the reminder I got. I was like, it it looks like they're kind of like that. It's a little cartoony. But the more the more I look at it, the more I'm like, yeah, this this is a good way to do a remake of an old 2D game. I mean, it was on the DS, mm-hmm. and it was, it was on the DS. It was kind of 3D. I remember the houses being kind of weird. Like you'd walk past them, and it's like you're looking at one of those um, lenticular. I think is the word, the like where you like it moves. Make a sure little you bit. see them from a different angle. Yeah, that's what the houses look like. like there's in the like game. different shadows, like kind of broadening over. It's 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 kind of weird. Yeah, I sometimes rem- to see it. I remember at first that was very jarring, and then by the end of the game, I was like totally used to it. But this like looks much more. It, it looked the lighting and quality in that regard looks really good. Yeah. So I. I don't know if I'm gonna pick this up because it's not it's not oh. what I was expecting. But at the same time, I really like Diamond and Pearl. Uh, and Platinum might be my favorite. Might be my favorite yeah. Pokemon games. Uh, I no, that's a hundred percent. Emerald's still my favorite. Like it's I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia will always win in that regard. Uh, but we'll see. I'll, I'll I'll see how it reviews. I guess and and maybe pick it up. But I too like Micah like. Maybe this brought me down a little bit with like, I was like, that's not what I was expecting. It's good. It's good. I'm not trying to like bash on it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not what I was expecting. I was expecting like a full uh, sword shield style. That's true. I, I get that. There's a lot of people 
I think a lot of Pokemon fans are on the same boat as you. It's like, oh, this is cool, but like we kind of expected a Sword Shield type of style, which I totally get. I actually, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Sword and Shield. I actually haven't beaten the game. I was gonna say, <laughs> honestly, the Sword and Shield art style is kind of bad. I, I mean, like, I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, I boycotted the game because because of how graphically it looked like a DS game to me. I was like, it does, yeah. And, and I, I did I, play it. I did play it eventually. Someone else's copy, but I, mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it. It was, it, it didn't grab me enough. I don't know. It was, it's boring. The story was so boring. <laughs> it was all about like getting to the end game and then doing all the Dynamax raids that you can. That that was kind of the basis of that of Sword and Shield. Um, I'll eventually go back and probably beat it. I have the expansion pass too, so I want to get all the Pokemon into my Pokemon home, whatever, and and make sure I get all the Pokemon I need. Um, but I, I think it's just a little refreshing to me to see this type of game because I haven't seen a Pokemon game like this in quite a while. 100%. I was going to say that. Like One thing is that this is a traditional Pokemon game. Top mm-hmm. down um, in, in like old school style. If you're like a fan of Pokemon, this makes sense. It really does mm-hmm. make sense that they went with this art direction and this top-down style to kind of preserve the old style of the game while giving you, you a new under- fresh coat of paint. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand this: um, the developers for these is not the Pokemon company. It's it's another company that they mentioned in the yeah you were just presentation, about right? Pokemon Home. It's the people that made Pokemon Home. Right. Right. Or yeah yeah so if there's no national decks people better riot i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) you gotta boycott them now even though they're gonna sell record sales. yeah for sure it's gonna sell so good oh man this yeah i i don't think there's any i I don't think there's any question that this is gonna do well but Mm -hmm. i i gotta say that like while that was like a that's cool announcement to me this next announcement just blew me away uh, my live reaction to this, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. I, I was like, it starts with like this like really uh, cinematic opening where like a book mm-hmm. opens up and it's like Legends, and I'm like, is this a Pokemon Conquest sequel? That's what I thought. <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, cool, they're going back to Pokemon Conquest sequel. Awesome. I, and, I was all for it. And then they show like. The characters from Sinnoh, uh, like like the main characters, yeah. in like this like ancient, like more more ancient atmosphere, yeah. and and all of a sudden it's like boom! This is Pokemon Breath of the Wild, y'all. Here you go. I'm like y'all. I I think I was... everyone was like you, just blown away, speechless. I think I was like living in a dream. I'm like, this can't be real, right? Like we've been asking for this for decades now they're finally doing it it's like is this real i don't know i don't know do it well well that's another question is like are they gonna do it are are they gonna smash it out of the park we don't know so we don't know so this one based off the trailer was an instant i'm buying this like that's 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 how good the Mm. trailer was to me whether or not this will be like a fantastic game pokemon game of my dreams I, I don't know, but it looked good enough from the trailer that it's a, I have to buy this, it, that kind of mm. game, you know? Mm. Like when the first Breath of the Wild trailer showed, 
and like, well, I'm buying this game. Like, I, I've got to. Like, there's not, there's no, right. there's no way I'm skipping this game. Um, maybe that's a bad example because Zelda is just Zelda. So. I mean, I didn't even have to see the trailer. I knew I was buying that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trailer got me really pumped. Trying to think of uh, another game where, like, but it, this is just well, one like, that I sold. It's it's open world Skyrim. Think of like like think of a game that just lets you go and just explore. I argue Outer Wilds, my favorite game of 2019. I always say in like every podcast, that is a game where you explore and just go anywhere you want. Um, so yeah, and, and to see that with a Pokemon game, it doesn't it doesn't compute in my head as much because we are always conditioned of here's the route. Here's the gem. Here's the story. Like that's that's what we're conditioned to do. But now that we see this, it's like uh, now anything is up for grabs for Pokemon. What is this story's gonna be like? What's the game gonna be really like? I, I yeah, I'm not sure. It I definitely re- want to be like chased by Machop or something, and <laughs> like Machamp. Machamp. Yeah, yeah. I just want guy. to be very afraid of some Pokemon Jake is chasing me at some point. I feel like so. I, I've I've been like talking in tons of different threads and conversations about this today. I feel like this is a stepping stone for our Pokemon, and maybe this is a testing ground for where they're going to mm-hmm. take the main series next. One hundred percent. Yeah. If this one hundred percent. If this does well, you can expect Gen Nine to be this style of open world with like sprinkled gyms on different towns everywhere mm-hmm. and that yeah. that is cool and i am so looking forward to that if this works <laughs> yeah I- i'm hoping they they've learned from the wild area wild zone yeah it's called the... sword and shields right I, yeah because when that came out i was really hoping that was sort of like a testing ground so they'd expand more on it so i'm, I'm pretty excited about this yeah, least, I guess you can't really expect it to be too incredible. It's sort of their first foray into open worlds. I feel like people, but so so for for people, I hype that I associate with it was like everybody was like super hyped when this was being announced. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, this looks so good." Micah, I think, messaged me and was like, "This is the first time I've been like genuinely excited for a Pokemon game in a long time." And yeah. Yeah, I was I was like I was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling that for sure." Like. But then I'm also seeing like a very mixed reaction online. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that like Twitter's just kind of the realm of complaining, you know. I mean, I mean, you see everything. Yeah, uh, you see everything on Twitter. You see the good and the bad all the time. And and hearing some people talk about the uh, talk about the Pokemon presents, there are some people that are like, "Oh, this doesn't look." This doesn't look very good. Like they, they. I saw like side by sides of it and Breath of the Wild, which I mean, come on, we can't compare yeah. the game to Breath of the Wild. That's a gem. That's a masterpiece. That's like comparing a new. Oh, well, I, I mean, Pokemon's not a new <laughs> game. It's like comparing, <laughs> comparing, uh, like. I mean, Pokemon's never been like a graphical masterpiece. Like, I mean, think the... of Skyrim and like a Witcher Three. It's it's like that. Yeah. Like Witcher yeah. Three is is beautiful. It has a lot of forest and trees, and it's uh it's it's breathtaking, right? And then Skyrim is kind. I mean, the game is there, but it's kind of 
I don't know, barren in a lot of open area, like follow three. I mean, those are my, one of my favorite games, but I, yeah, back then it was very barren. There was not much. It's kind of like, yeah, I see that side by side. Now I, I want, I, I want to, I don't want to show any criticism or anything like that. I just want to be cautiously optimistic about this game. What gameplay I've seen, and I think Nintendo fans could, like, they could not care less, like, about it. And then it's just me. I'm just a technical savvy person. Uh, the performance is kind of lacking in there. I was like, this looks kind of rough. It looks like it's chugging along a little bit. Um, I see Chimchar. I, I, you remember that little scene with Chimchar in the trailer? And his head is like bouncing around a little bit to see he's like lively and active. It's not a smooth head to head. It's literally like frame, 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 frame. Like you can see that. Yeah. That it's, it's a frame by frame choppiness going on. Now I'm not saying that the game's going to be terrible and it's going to run terribly and it's going to look awful. It's going to take some work. I hope they iron it out, and I hope it's just a, uh, the core of this game is there. That's all I care about. It's like as long as you have a stable performance and able to give me a Pokemon open world game that we all would is, are gonna love um, and what we dream of. That's that's all I care about. This game is is that part, and hopefully we get a Switch Pro with it too. That would be great. I did see a lot of. Uh... People going like, well, I mean, this is kind of an early, an early version. Uh, the game's not, not too early yet. though. I'm going. Well, wait, guys. They're saying early 2022. You know what else they said was early 2021? Pokemon Snap, and that's like that's like April 30th. That's coming out. So yeah. if this comes out April so, of next year, they're gonna, they have like basically a year to. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I, as as a software engineer by trade mm -hmm. and experience, I really don't know how much you can like drastically change. Like there's definitely polish that can be added and will mm -hmm. be added, but I'm I'm not holding my breath on like it's gonna transform how the game looks and runs in one year. Especially... I think it's gonna be much more stable than what you see right now. Yeah. At least we won't see this frame choppiness that I see in this demo. I'm wondering if this is like a very early demo of some kind. Yeah. Because Pokemon rarely be. presents anything. That could um, be that could be the case. And who knows? Again, making the comparison to Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild took like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> like it took forever. Pokemon is cranking out games like every year. Uh, yeah. especially with their like main team. I I I feel like the comparison's kind of hard to make. At the same time, though, I do understand because Pokemon is the number one media franchise in the world. Like, they're they're they yeah, they're one of the top to, to, next to like Minecraft and and stuff like that. Pokemon they have money is to probably invest in this for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm optimistic. It, it looks cool to me. I, I I like didn't really look at it from like a technical perspective. I maybe we'll go back and watch the trailer. Now that you mentioned that, I'm gonna go back and watch the trailer. Now it's just so. I, and I'm being picky. That's the thing. Is like we we saw what we love to see. Um, take a look at Chimchar. Take a look at some of the Pokemon movements itself. It does look like a frame by frame animation movement going on. And also the trees. You can see in the leaves. The leaves are just 
garbage. They it's just a green puff of polygons. It's not really leaves. So, um, and I again, foliage is rough on the Switch. Performance is rough on the Switch. Um, so that's why I'm hoping for a pro. And if they need to delay this, take all Pokemon Company. Take all the time you need. Like, take it all. I know, I know you d- you don't delay games, but if you need to delay this one, you need to delay it in order to land it really well. Yeah. And I I don't mind if I wait another six months to a year for for you to make that happen. Um, I'm I'm but I'm gonna pre-order this. I'm gonna play the the mess out of it. Um, yeah, it's gonna be super great. I wonder how the story's gonna be because it looks a very yeah. different story. Um, it's going to deal with Arceus. It's going to be ancient times. It's traditional times. You're you're making the original Pokédex for the Sino region. That sounds so cool. It sounds. Yeah, awesome. I wonder if like events will be more based off like how big you get your Pokédex. That sort of unlocks things other than finding certain areas or whatnot. Oh, like starters. The land, starters yeah. were just yeah. like a, it felt like a random. Like, yeah. You've got you've got um, Oshawott. And yeah. oh, Cyndaquil, what's that? Rowlet, Rowlet, and Cyndaquil, my favorite Pokemon. It's like I was so excited. <laughs> like my favorite Pokemon is one of the starters. I love how they jumbled the starters in there. It's like that's it was, interesting. yeah, that's it interesting. Was a, it was a weird choice because none of them are Sinnoh Pokemon. Yeah, so, was, yeah. See, I'm I I think cautiously optimistic is a good way to be. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely pumped for this one, and it's a for mm-hmm. sure gonna buy. Um, and we'll see if it ends up being like game of the year 2022. It could be. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's going to be great. It's definitely going to sell. It. It's definitely going to sell well. Yeah. At this point, There's... Game Freak can like do whatever they want. <laughs> just like put a uh, like a poop into a box and ship that, and it'll sell millions of copies. I mean, they've done that with you know they've made other games that weren't <laughs> quite the best, like. Let's just be real here. It's equivalent to a bag of poop, probably. <laughs> um, there, I mean, yeah, there, there's actually quite a bit of games that they made people don't know about <laughs> at all. Um, but I'm, I'm super excited for this, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. So we'll close there's, out. There's the... like, oh, go ahead, Micah. Sorry, I was just because there's like one part in it that made me, I guess, kind of a little nervous. It showed like the trainer sneaking up on like, I think some Bidoofs or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and then yeah, they, threw like, they, they threw like a Pokeball to catch one. And the other one's just like chilling like nothing's happening. I was like, I it's, mean, if you had to sneak up on them, it seemed like you would, uh, they would run away or something. They're going to learn a lot with this open world game. I think yeah. Game Freak is taking on probably their biggest challenge with the franchise and with themselves. Yet with this type of genre, they're going to have to understand what an open world game is going to feel like. And other than just typical Pokemon lore fashion, I'm sure they're going to nail that. It's really down to like, what's going to make the game fun other than combat? Because that's what an open world is. Yeah, there will have to be some really good like Pokemon AI and Pokemon should hopefully have like different types of behavior, I guess. So it's, it's a lot of work. I'm sure they'll have different natures like what they've done already in the 2D games. I'm wondering if if they'll do the same here. Or maybe like different types of Pokemon will have different types of uh, like natures or whatever. 
Um, it, it would be cool if Pokemon Pokemon, it would be like a random set of different natures, like one's shy and one's aggressive yeah, or, or, or one's lazy or something like that. But yeah, I, I was just wondering how deep are they going to go with this, this open world mechanic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's the right, right depth too. like, that's up to them to I'm figure kinda out. Hoping they keep it narrowed to the Sinnoh Pokedex, like, cause that's kind of the emphasis on the story was mm -hmm. you're going to be collecting yeah, the Sinnoh Pokedex, so. but the starters are not, which is interesting. So see, well, because we haven't gotten the starters in the Pokedex yet, right? We've gotten all the other Pokemon and that's why they'll probably jumble those starters in there. To begin with, it's the very we'll first. You're like the first humans on the Sinnoh region, maybe yeah. something like that. Basically, that would be, that yeah, would be very I, I think that's practically what's happening. Yeah, and and then you catch Arceus. You you, you catch uh, God Pokemon, basically, uh, <laughs> the one who makes all God or Pokemon beings. <laughs> oh yeah, and so I think someone mentioned this, but I really hope they just let you get on like a Pidgey and just fly around. I want some flying transportation. You're like, yeah, like, oh, like Omega <laughs> Ruby, Alpha yeah. Sapphire, maybe, maybe that, two that Pidgeys. Cool. So you're you're standing one on each leg. <laughs> no, they're just they're just pulling your shirt. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're held up like that. <laughs> Side by side, like little just, Your arms are flapping out. But yeah, uh. some, like or some mounts or something that you're charging around. I think that'd be really cool. I don't necessarily see that being a thing, but. <laughs> Well, that about does it for our new section. I, I do want to quickly mention that uh, Post Malone released his Pokemon single, which is a cover of I Only Want to Be With You by... Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish, thank you. And Okay. <laughs> I, I listened yeah, to it. Uh, it's what? fine. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a perfectly good cover. That's the thing. I'm like, this isn't a bad song. Um, it throws in a little Ecruteque City theme at the beginning, yeah. which does not feel like it fits with the rest of the song at all, to be honest. Right. Like, hey, let's uh, put this little Pokemon jingle in, and then we'll put it at the end. We're good. <laughs> Pretty much. I seriously have no idea what the heck is going on. Like, I, I just do not understand. It makes zero sense to me. I, I heard the singers for the Pokemon team, and I'm like why are they doing this at all like i guess they're trying to catch them the um mainstream but not like totally into pokemon crowd like oh i remember pokemon yeah. back then oh i know these singers I i'm sure they're kind of just trying to grab some attention like that for the celebration yeah. nothing sells pokemon like post malone i'm i i know Hey, the kids love Post Malone, man. I mean, you you heard them in Miles Morales, and now and now you're hearing them. It's Pokemon. just such a weird matchup. I I really don't I really don't understand. But hey, uh, concert is uh well, by the time this goes live, the concert was Saturday. Maybe maybe there was a lot of cool music. Maybe you did a Pokemon. Oh, it's on Saturday. Cool. Yep. Is it is it like uh, you have to pay tickets to go online, or what's What's the deal with that? I am hoping not. I think it's a free virtual event. Like a, it's a free virtual event. Oh, okay, I, cool. I think so. Anyways, so we'll close out with some Post Malone. Uh, and with that, let's move over to the last segment of our show for today, which will be the Community Corner. And in today's community corner, we're going to be talking some uh, interesting 
we got some topic question things I think would be fun to go over with Garrett here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start. I'll, I'll start this question to you, Micah. Uh, what are your favorite narrative focused Nintendo games? Mm-hmm. I'm blanking a little bit. I feel like the only like more narrative focused Nintendo games I can think of are uh, Legend of Zelda. I Metroid Prime. Some of my mm-hmm. favorite games have they're a little light on the narrative, but they do have a lot of great lore that I really enjoyed exploring the world and scanning everything to find out. So yeah, I gotta go with uh, Legend of Zelda and Metroid Prime. Those are, those are good picks. I feel like Metroid Prime does have like a lot of lore when you do the scan stuff. And yeah, you like, can find out a lot about like the world you're on and what's going mm. on in the first one. Figuring out what happened to the Chozo. Yeah, that is an interesting. Uh, how about you, Garrett? Narrative-driven Nintendo games. It's I, I'm trying to think. Any, any kind of like Nintendo own. I think when I think of narrative driven, it's mainly like uh, what pops in my head is like Telltale games. I think of Life is Strange. Um, I think of uh, the Edith Finch. What's behind uh, Edith Finch? That was a oh, great one. Outer Wilds is a great narrative game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a little bit more. Um, Link Between Worlds was a good, uh, probably more recent, like narrative-driven game I've seen in in terms of world building and like with Legend of Zelda. Um, Breath of the Wild wasn't much story there, yeah. to be quite honest with you. It was much more related to with the beasts and the temples and and, yeah. and defeating. Ganon. Hoping there's more in the next one. More For sure. Story. Yeah, 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 me too. Um, it, I feel like it was a little empty right there, a little lack of character development, but. Still, still a great game. I, I love Breath of the Wild. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank on like what Nintendo franchises have like a lot of narrative elements to I mean, it. Fire Emblem's one out there. I mean, Fire Emblem Fire. for sure. Yeah, I, I can't believe I completely forgot about that. Of course, I love Fire <laughs> Emblem. Of course. Why did I not say that? That's stupid. Um, it's just because yeah, it's no. not really. I don't think of Fire Emblem as like a. I, I still to this day like, don't think of them as like a first party IP, even though they are like <laughs> hard, yeah. hardcore first party IP. I think of them as tactical RPGs in my head a lot of the time. Um, Three Houses did a really a revolutionary job of how they handled. The, their game because you you could go through it four times you'll get a different way of uh doing it and there's different choices along with it um i chose the black eagles route for three houses and um that that was a, an amazing run and i'm like man i need to do a, a blue lions and a what was it the yellow deer i i, I need a do- I something like called. yeah yeah it's yeah. been a while um i love fire emblem awakening the 3ds game i think that's one of my favorite fire emblem stories for sure has a lot of time travel in it and um kind of like kids meeting parents in like the same age has that weird vibe to it um but as an overall great story there um but yeah that's that's pretty much it with me i'd say uh for me we kind of hit on it a little bit earlier but pokemon has had some really good story Mm-hmm. story time 
I, I do think black and white was interesting, and so was platinum. Platinum, I really liked the story for that. Platinum was out of nowhere. Oh my! I don't God. remember has, any of the stories. Well, it had so much more like, than Diamond and Pearl. Like there was a lot yeah. of added dialogue and um, character development for the villain and the and uh, Team Galactic. It, it was it mm-hmm. was like very different, and they interwove um, Detective Looker into the main story where mm-hmm. in diamond yeah. he was part of like just the post game and that was it's interesting how they how they did that and i thought it was really cool so pokemon has some good potential with their stories that they have squandered since then <laughs> um i gotta I'm say through my switch right now hold on i, I gotta I say ocarina of time is like ocarina oh, time, yeah for sure. still, still one, one of the my... best twists yeah I yeah. recently played Ocarina of Time um, last year for the first time on on 3DS. First time. For the first time, I really really enjoyed it. It was the, the it was a 3DS, good one. Does that one also have like the Master Quest mode? It does have the Master Quest. So I did beat the game and it opened that part. I haven't started that. I one wish yet. you could. I start. need to get the Majora's I, I Mask. I enjoyed though. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I've heard Majora's. But yeah, so Micah and I are the worst Zelda fans in the world and haven't played Majora's Mask. Uh, I actually own it though on the virtual console for the Wii, but I didn't realize you had to have the special like Wii Pro controller. Yeah, thing. you have to get a the Pro classic. Controller. I got so the. I, I actually never had that. played it. <laughs> I remember that. I, I uh, used to have one. I don't know if I still have that. Man, yeah, but that I've I've heard the story for that is really great. I really liked the story for Twilight Princess. Uh, I have not yeah. played Twilight Princess. Oh, unfortunately that wow. i haven't played much zelda as you can tell i i need to play and that's why i need how the does, twilight I, princess wait how does uh, rebecca do a show with you and you haven't played any I, zelda? I, I don't know i don't know how that works she I'm she tolerates me like no other <laughs> like oh my goodness uh just, but i need done. twilight princess and wind waker hd to be on switch wind waker. Uh, so wait have you played wind waker then i have not played wind waker i've wind really waker, only played is one of my favorites so i played a link story past a Link Between Worlds, Ocarina of Time, um, and then the other DS games, Fan Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, and then Breath of the Wild. That's that's the Zelda games I've played. Man, so yeah, yeah, you missed out on some really good ones. I, I would say I that the the handhelds are probably the weaker, except for Link Between Worlds, Oof. which is Oof. supposedly super super good. Like it, it's, oh, it's great. I, I need. I to hope just a, they're just a little different. Push. They're just a little different, yeah. But th- everybody's wanting this way. like it depends. Everybody's wanting this mega pack of uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker in like a duo to come to the Switch. I think it's more likely we'll get like ports of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and maybe as a bonus they toss in Link Between Worlds, like a 3DS bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what brought, I'm hoping for. They brought over Metopia. They're bringing over Metopia, so I feel like. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's so much more likely that they're going to bring over Ocarina of Time from the 3DS hmm. version. That would be cool. Um, we I'd were talking so- about this on Shaq the other day. Um, Donnie was really advocating for a duo pack Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD. And my argument against that, it's just really, they seem like from a surface level very disparate stories that one's very yeah. dark gritty and emotional one's very cheery cartoony and light like just just seeing it from the cover and just seeing it from trailers i think 
it's gonna discourage people who are not Zelda fans and are just Switch owners. It's like, why am I getting this dual pack and having these these very like yeah. they they don't combine very well. I would like um, this would be cool actually. It was more of a joke, but I'm thinking of more and more. I'm wondering how they can put spare tracks in Phantom Hourglass in the Switch. I th- <laughs> I what, think it, I, I would I would actually be down for that. I, I enjoyed both of those games. I think it could yeah. totally work, but the the problem is I think they're not going to work up enough with the controls to make that happen. They're they're doing so much controls with Skyward Sword, and they're like they're selling that thing for sixty dollars, of course, because they put a lot of work in the controls for that. I don't see them putting a lot of work in the controls for this these DS games in order to make that happen. But Link Between Worlds would be great. Um, and Link to the Past, I want them both in the Link Awakening style, like that toy-like kind of, um, yeah, I don't know, aesthetic to it. That that would that would be pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, I know uh, Micah was a big advocate for Oracle of Ages and uh, Seasons mm-hmm. to be remade in that style. Yeah. Those are some of my first Legend of Zelda experiences. Interesting. Played through both of them probably like two times at least. Oh, I, I I haven't played Minish Cap or those either. Like I oh, haven't played a lot. Minish of Cap, I'd even forgotten that was a game. <laughs> I, that was a good one. I yeah. really am hoping for. I I do think that they'll do if if they do a double pack, it's going to be Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask 3D. Like I I think that's I, what I was. I I feel thinking. pretty strong. Like that's going to be, it. and they're for sure going to sell Wind Waker and Twilight Princess a separate full sixty dollar price. Like. I wouldn't. Everybody's everybody's gonna buy it anyway. Don't. It doesn't matter what they do. They they could sell it. They could sell those for more than sixty dollars, and people will buy it. So I I feel like eventually these games or more Zelda games will come out. It's just a matter of when. Oh, Um, for sure. I mean, those those HD ports that they did to Wii U mm -hmm. were on a stranded console. Like they're yeah they're not going to just let that work sit out there. They've ported literally everything to switch or made like a pretty close to sequel like with splatoon yeah so i i don't i don't see them doing that it would be wild for them to just go "Eh, yeah we'll just leave it out there on the wii u where it didn't sell well when it's a zelda game yeah pretty much yeah pretty much um okay and then last last question we have in our community corner here uh and this is just in general what are your top picks for rpgs to get right now on the switch um i, I want to preface this both these questions are around story driven and I, I kind of like focusing on rpg grpg because mm-hmm. i feel like first party nintendo doesn't quite hit that with the story uh in a lot of cases i mean we're, we're talking about zelda we're talking about old zelda games mm-hmm. uh I, we, I, I guess we are getting skyward sword which had which i did did really like the story in that game um but you, you look at mario uh you look at you, you, we were already talking about metroid pokemon uh pikmin the emphasis is not on story it's all on gameplay and story is an afterthought i mean mario is like as afterthought of a story as it gets i think <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah oh we made this game and uh bowser kidnaps some fairies put them in jars like <laughs> like, like oh, that's yeah. a, it was that. a cute thing it, it it was cute to see but yeah, yeah it's definitely not emphasis on story um 
I totally forgot. Well, I don't know why I forgot about this game uh, in the narrative driven part. Uh, one of my top RPGs in the Switch console right now is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Oh, my first goodness. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a full spoiler cast with Sean Capri on his uh, his uh, his podcast feed, and we just had a blast just playing through that, finishing it, and then just talking about everything that happened in that story, including the character development. It's... Uh, it is a standout in the JRPG franchise. It's not like a typical standard JRPG story, I think. I think there's a lot of themes to it that relates to real life. Um, about like just like what's like, I guess, different ethnicities and being different and, and um, kind of like a yin and yang kind of theme to it where there's like an afterlife and there's like a cycle over and over. I don't know. There, there's a lot of different um things with that game that makes it really shine so, your yeah. guys's uh deep dive spoiler cast got me super interested in this game i i have not picked it up but it is one i plan to pick up so i've told the story a bajillion times on the podcast already but i requested i didn't request i put this on my christmas wish list i'm like xenoblade definitive edition and uh i got xenoblade 2 <laughs> Oh, <laughs> which is the one i was like no. i don't want to play xenoblade 2 uh i want yeah i want a definitive edition yeah. so i i will i will pick that up and play it at some point because yeah i i the story sounds awesome to me it sounds mm -hmm. like and the gameplay and exploration it looks really good and yeah i i'm i it's one i'm definitely gonna pick up at some point mm -hmm. The emphasis is not on on game i mean gameplay is there and i think there's some like combinations you could do it could be kind of fun but it is really like an think of mmo gameplay where you just kind of stand there as kind of automatic attacks to the monsters that's that's kind of the gameplay but the story there it's 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 really there in the dlc too i played the dlc um it wraps up character arcs that were in the main game really well um i'm surprised how much more they put in in that dlc i think i played like 15 hours or something like that into the to the dlc um then play xenoblade 2 <laughs> then you're good yeah um so back so the the second question that i like totally went on a rant and train uh thought yeah what are your top picks for rpgs to get on the switch and we're not limiting this to first party just uh any like what what uh mm -hmm. rpg games are your top picks garrett i'll let you lead well, yeah, Xenoblade, of course. Was, yeah, that, that was my probably my top pick. Fire Emblem is another uh, Three Houses is another fantastic one for sure. Another game that pops up in my head, and it's always a classic Skyrim. Um, it's a very solid port. Um, the Switch and, uh, version is the first one I like actually beat, like got to like the intended ending. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome because it's and it has all the DLC too, and so. Get that Link tunic and Master Sword. Oh, man. That's what's up. That's, <laughs> that's what's up. That's a great. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, also, I'm just trying to think of some RPGs that were great. Uh, Dragon's Dogma is a great port as well. So those are more Western RPGs. Um, the More of the JRPGs, there's quite a lot. Of course, I've been talking about this a lot on Shaq, and it's Donnie's game of all time. Game of the year is Atelier Ryza. 
series. Atelier Ryza is <laughs> it's it's a JRPG. It's uh, about this um, girl that is interested in alchemy and and whatnot. It has this very cutesy anime fan servicey style and theme. But I love the. Um, but you're kind there of the, for the story. I, we, I'm we there are, for yeah, the story, made of course, 100. Yeah. <laughs> percent um, The alchemy system is pretty cool, actually. There's uh, so the kind of the basis of the game is you kind of pick up a lot of materials, and then with those materials, it's just different stats with all these these materials, and then you, there's this alchemy web that you're gonna make all your stuff, like a shovel. And that shovel can have extra attack or defense on whatever you want to do. Um, and then, like, it, weapons, potions, armor, like, everything you're going to, like, want to use in battle, you're going to make from these materials. Um, and that's that's the basis of, of what an Atelier game is. There's a lot of Atelier games in Switch. Oh, I'm like looking through the shop right the, now. There, there's like, too many. You can like just scroll down and then you can yeah. buy all. Oh, I exited out. You can buy all there, of these weapons and stuff. It looks There's it, 50 games or something like that. 50 games? The, the, there's, wow. a, there's about 11 in Switch right now. They're about to put another three on there as like remakes. Um, but Atelier Rise of One is the first one I played and it's really solid. The second one just came out in january oh um, yeah oh yeah i remember this in the direct i'm, I'm looking at yeah. it now i it looked interesting it, it did look interesting yeah so it, i did i one. did not connect that with your description of it because you're talking about about like the greater portion but like seeing the character i'm like oh yeah that's the, yeah yeah for sure um what like an rpg oh my gosh i need to play this one but everyone keeps talking about a dragon quest 11s yeah that's one i i've i've also been like oh yeah i've not played a dragon quest game before and i'm Mm -hmm. like i i don't know it does sound really good though everybody's giving it like just everything gives that one high reviews high praise everyone that played that game is like oh i'm getting that like 10 out of 10 like it's like crazy amount it's just the problem with me and, and i also hear this a lot with that game is it's a long one and it drags out and it's about a hundred ish hours. And I'm like, eh, that's kind of scary because I want a big play, commitment. I want to play like five other games on my switch. That's the like, problem with RPGs is like, if you pick up these, like especially JRPGs and, and I, I'm going to talk to a game that has sucked away quite a bit of my life on the switch. It's like they're, they're big time commitments. So you can really only get like a few <laughs> you'll probably not yeah. finish them yeah for sure um i'm i'm trying to think of other things that I, i'm just having on my switch on hand right now golf story that's i wouldn't say that's an rpg necessarily um let's see here disgaea 5 uh the disgaea series that's a very solid um tactical rpg if you really like zaniness like like anime shonen jump style kind of game they're wacky they're funny um and you're there for the story of course um not really uh (laughs) you do a lot of insane combos with a tactical rpg element basically you can have all your characters together like around one enemy and it does just 
crazy animations and you get damage over like 10 oh yeah i I remember the trailer for that one where it's like like five billion combo yeah attack it it's meant to be a little crazy uh disguise six is about to come out this summer and it looks like when i was seeing the trailers they're trying to be more open to newcomers in this game because they understand that this game takes like 200 hours like like you won't beat this game because it just takes so much time but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, quality of life improvements with the latest one. I think a lot of newcomers are gonna like like autoplay and like fast forwarding um, animations, you know, or like automatically uh, like upgrading your equipment to the best they can be, stuff like that. Like trying to speed up the game along or make it a little easier for you. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking in my head right now with RPGs. How about you guys? Um, I'm gonna jump in and say uh, my my top RPG for the Switch has been Divinity Two, Divinity Original oh. Sin Two. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Micah and I sank. I actually, I'm just gonna look at my my playtime on that one because it was gross. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> looking at it and going like, "What have I What have I done uh, with my time?" I specifically stopped playing by myself because I was putting too much time into it. I was like, oh, no, I'll, it's like been... this, I'll only play it when I'm playing with Andrew. It might have oh, been wow. too long. I won't be able to but see I mean, it, but I, I did well over 200. I was encroaching 300 hours into Divinity 2. What? <laughs> on the Switch, eight. too. On the and... Switch, yeah. <laughs> Which is like not the ideal way to play uh, Divinity 2, for sure. Do you play a handheld or uh, docked? I play docked. Yeah. I think I... I have a PC that can run this game, but I got it on the Switch because I I was like, I think actually at the time I did not have my PC, so it Mm. was the only way I could play it. And yeah, it's for me, it was it was a mix of like the story, which I I felt like was an an intriguing story and had some good elements to it. But the gameplay is just like phenomenal in that game. There's Mm -hmm. so much you can do, like so many different ways of combining yeah i mean if you're if you're project triangle enthusiast project triangle man divinity 2 is one yeah. like i was i was looking at like oh you can you can like combine magic to do different things with the ground like oh yeah divinity is all for lots that kind of, of stuff yeah lots of terrain stuff everybody on fire all the time <laughs> <laughs> and then you curse the fire and it becomes worse oh yeah there's 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 a lot of wow. fun there's a lot of fun well, to be found unless you're undead um so besides besides that i i really haven't played like a ton in the rpg genre on switch besides uh zelda and i think with these new these new pokemon games and new zelda games coming it's those are Mm going to be like some go-tos for that does mark rabbits count yes mario rabbits that's another game out of last time (sighs) I loved Mario Rabbids to death. I played it last year. Um, with uh, have you played the Donkey Kong DLC? Yeah, that's my favorite. I that's got to be my favorite piece of. That's probably my favorite Nintendo. Uh, I whatever you want to say, part game. It's not really a game. It's just DLC. Whatever you want to call it. That's 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 all Nintendo for me. That's my favorite. I love Donkey Kong to death. And so when I saw this in a tactical RPG kind of way with the rabbits, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. 
Um, yeah, that, that it's so. I I remember seeing the trailer for it, like when they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we're doing Donkey Kong DLC," and I was like, "This is is this real?" I'm seeing. I'm literally watching a commercial for a rabbit's a rabbit's crossover with Donkey Kong, and it's a tactical shooter. What? Yeah. Is, what even is what? <laughs> it's it's great. I, I I do love that. Um, I want to say about Mario and Rabbids, it's one of the most accessible rpg games i've ever played like i think anyone who has not played an rpg like tactical shooter whatever try this game out it has that mario like kind of just touch to it like it it feels very mario-esque uh and also it's kind of cute with the rabbits like how they kind of play with each other and they make it pretty easy for you to go through the levels and it it feels inviting i guess that's another way of putting it it doesn't seem punishing um if you can make it easier too if you want like if you think it's like a hard uncertain levels there's like ways to make it easier for you um so yeah try it out if you're interested in in rpgs but not necessarily experienced with it that totally reminds me of a game that i forgot uh paper mario oh okay uh, did you paper, like it paper mario as a series oh okay I'm, i can't say as a series but uh the first two paper mario games i i still have not played thousand year door micah just finished it for the third time uh, i haven't played it, it either it's okay the first game really enjoyed on the n64 cool and uh and i played super paper mario on the wii and really enjoyed that that one was a so much an rpg as a, it was like a platformer with the mario oh aesthetic. really yeah it's very interesting they took it a very different direction and then uh didn't like color splash i i actually got so frustrated that i quit <laughs> it's like this is just wow. so boring and bad um but origami king surprised me they came back with origami king i really liked that game oh, okay nice it's not i've, it's I've not got, got one with the finding all the holes to fill and getting all the collectibles yeah have you played the originals fighting the code. Uh, either paper mario or thousand year door i have not played i i i rarely heard of the paper mario games until origami king to be honest with you and then i hear thousand year door is the game to play if you want to try out paper mario yeah at all that's like so. the it's it's the traditional turn-based uh like a sequel to Mario RPG, which I, I, I I'm, I, I do got to recommend both, all, all of that, that series minus color splash and sticker star. You can gloss over those and just pretend those didn't exist and enjoy, enjoy origami King. What was on the 3ds? Which one was that? Sticker star. Sticker star. Was that, was that an okay one? It was bad. It was bad. It was, it was bad. I, won't, I didn't I won't touch. Be... I didn't touch that one. Reviews were so poor and uh what i saw from trailers and gameplay uh i did get to i did play it on a friend's ds uh way back in the day and i was like this isn't this isn't great it wasn't i think it gets a little over hated on color splash to me was just like the fights were so bad like it was i don't i don't even know i i got i I like legitimately got frustrated because it was like a game where it centers around the like encounters and battles but i was l- quite literally dodging every fight i could so that i wouldn't have to engage mm-hmm. in a battle 
because wow you want to avoid fights yeah and that's not good when you're like core mechanic is something everybody's trying to avoid like i like i felt like i was there for a story and the mechanics were actively trying to get me to leave like that's 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 what <laughs> that's what paper mario color splash is now that being said uh i did talk about this last week my son has started that up on wii u and really likes it so it's great for four-year-olds <laughs> yeah, four-year-olds anyways well this episode has gone extremely long and in yeah uh let's uh i'll, I'll wrap up here to kind of be respectful of you guys this evenings uh but super thanks for hanging out with us garrett uh do you want to give a plug to yourself and your stuff sure uh thank you very much for inviting me i was like oh wow someone wants to invite me that's awesome onto their show i love talk about rpgs and nintendo uh you can find me on twitter uh at bland explosion like i'm so bland and an explosion happens so uh you can follow me there uh i do stream sometimes on twitch so twitch.tv slash bland explosion uh, and then you can also find me weekly on the Nintendo Shack, which is part of the Play Some Va- uh, Play Some Video Games Network. Donnie would kill me if I, I butchered that at all. Um, and I hang out with Donnie, Reese, and Rebecca, and we have a good old time there. I, and we do live shows every Thursday night if you want to hang out at all. We we actually read the chat, and and you guys are part of the conversations quite a bit. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. On my end. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, it's man. been really fun. It's, it's been it's been awesome. I didn't realize this because we had uh Sean Capri on last week. I didn't realize you guys were like super good friends. Uh, he, oh, we're we're the best of buds. He like I... he uh so I, I didn't realize this actually that you were the one that did the Xenoblade uh episode of Cup of Joe with him. I, I didn't know yeah. you specifically at that point. And yeah yeah we did a spoiler cast that was so fun um yeah i, I met sean 2000 gosh it was 16 now so about it's been a few years so i, I i've known that guy for a while and and got kind of intermixed with the indie podcast scene from then on yeah so i didn't realize that and we had you guys back to back so that's cool yeah get, get that is buzz. really cool <laughs> um Sean's a great guy. That's how I discovered their podcast. So uh, definitely give Nintendo Shack a listen. That's a, a fun show with a very varied opinions, personalities. They've got you guys have like one of each kind of Nintendo fan. I, I feel like we do. <laughs> good, we definitely do. <laughs> I we we have that mix here with uh, Micah berating. Having played me, all the good Nintendo games, and berating me for Andrew not playing Knott's anything show. on GameCube. <laughs> And me berating him for not playing like anything on the DS and 3DS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we you got, go. We've got our gaps of knowledge that we fill each other. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But if you would like to um, support us, definitely check us out on Twitter. And uh, we are at Nintendo Pals and also on Instagram at Nintendo Pals Podcast uh please if you are watching this youtube version of this video give a like sub share um all the good button stuffs subscribe <laughs> subscribe to it too oh, yes yes that's a good one on that's channel. a really good one <laughs> subscribe. make sure you yeah, hit the follow button the good button stuff and then there's a little bell right there every time a new video pops up make sure to click that as well Yes, please do. We're trying to build up enough of a subscription base so that we can start doing like live streams, which 
I don't know exactly where that threshold is, but we'll, we'll, we're going to get there. And um, also, open invite to anybody listening. Join us up on Discord, where we have fun conversations with other Nintendo pals, uh, all on Nintendo news and games we're playing. Also, connect and play games. Like, as a community, we do a monthly community game night, and then just every once in a while, random game playing. Like, we had a group of seven of us, eight of us, playing Among Us. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, good. Good. Are you guys into Monster Hunter? Are you guys getting Monster Hunter Rise at all? I don't. I I know we have some Monster Hunter uh, listeners for sure that are like are big into it. I I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm like tempted, but those those demos are always just like they throw you in, and I've no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) my experience with the demo goes like I don't I don't know if I want this game. But I, uh, yeah. So yeah, lis- listeners out there, I'm getting it. I this is like I played a little bit of Monster Hunter World, right? That's the main, the the, the recent main one, Monster Hunter World, right? Uh, anyway, familiar. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, We're getting Rise next. I World I will need help. So Monster Hunting Nights is totally open and free whenever I get that game. I totally want to get into it, but I need some help for sure. Yes. So, uh, definitely hit us up on Discord and uh, join in with some of these uh, gaming escapades that we will be having there. And I guess that's that. That does it. Special thanks to VGR for the music used for our intro. Um, and yeah, with that, I guess we'll uh, let's see here. I've got my sweet closing closing tunes going, uh, Garrett. Would you yeah. like to give a closing remark? Yeah, so, you know, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, it has very cool art. 